If I do. <laughs> I always hear that now. If I do. If I do. Did you think that was nice? That was very lovely. Thank Have you. you been practicing? I practice it every day. <laughs> I say, I sing it in the shower. Mm-hmm. If I do. If I was doing, could you imagine if I went on American Idol and I auditioned? Just did the Degrassi theme song. <laughs> Not even, just that just one that. part. <laughs> How do you guys think I do with this? <laughs> what, will you be, what will you be performing today? I'll be performing uh, the one part of the Degrassi, the Next Generation theme song when she goes, If I do, whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. Are you ready yet? One, two, two three. three. Welcome, Welcome to another, to another episode, episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh, that's... I didn't have anything. That's not a bad not a bad thing to think of first when you don't anything. have anything. I didn't have anything. You know Clint Eastwood? You familiar? I'm familiar with, with him, with the Gorilla song. Mm, right, the gorilla song. It happened. Um, if I do, <laughs> is that famous gorilla song? I want to like Rickroll, but with you just doing "If I Do" in the middle of everything. <laughs> oh, we this are... child celebrity is looks so much different than she used to. Click here to find out. <laughs> Click if I do. <laughs> I'm like so into those clickbaity things. I'm like, no, I will find out who this child celebrity was. <laughs> and it's always like someone you've seen pictures. Yeah, of and I was like, like oh, well, I knew that. Duh. They use those tricky, tricky clickbaity other photos of people that you don't actually know. It's always Amanda Bynes <laughs> or an Olsen twin. So we're back with uh, episode three thirteen. Yeah, episode we're getting right. We're yeah. just digging right. We're digging into. You want to get right into it because we spent, folks. Fans, let me tell you something. We just spent an hour. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be in the cold open, so I might not need to repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> we just Rachel just spent an hour. I don't do any of it, but Rachel just spent an hour trying to get my computer to work. And I know, Pat spent half of that time, and then the other half I just sat clicking things that didn't open. Mm, suffice it to say, we didn't. We're not. We're using my wife's computer now mm-hmm. because th- we live in a world where we both both of us live in one house and we each have laptops. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's been this way for a while, but yes, we were headed there. Thank God, because otherwise you'd be you fans, you broomheads, you uh, dope dope monkeys. What's the name of the other one? Narbos. Narbos (laughs) would be would be. (laughs) We're gonna start calling our fans dope monkeys. Oh, do you remember cars with seatbelts that did that where they moved? Uh, you'd be without. An, uh, um, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, you'd be without an episode if we if we didn't have Adrian's. dope monkeys. <laughs> Does that mean that they're into dope? Well, as in was, like the uh, marijuana, or no, like well, that they're either be, Well, there's actually I hadn't think <laughs> or that they're it, I, really cool. <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of it about, about them being into dope. Okay, but I was. That's one reason. But I was thinking either they are like dopes, like mm-hmm. stupid monkeys. Yeah, stupid monkey, like the thing. Stupid or, monkey tricks yeah, are for that kids. From? Stupid monkey. That's like a. That's like um the. It's a production company. Oh, I don't know. Silly fucking silly, silly rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was also like cool monkeys, like you dope. Yeah, dope monkeys, yo. 
dope monkeys. I was talking I'm like... I'm feeling bad. I got... <laughs> I said dope monkeys like Chris might say it with awkward pauses. Uh, Chris <laughs> is so awful. Chris is... Uh, Chris I'm is surprised they gave him another episode, to be I honest. Know. I know. <sighs> but um, before we even get into it, yeah, yeah. we're here. We, we're, we're doing this mm-hmm. despite computer problems. But we're yeah, back. so we're back, and this is episode number... Yeah, episode 313 of Degrassi, The Next Generation. It's actually a milestone episode, type because <gasps> it is the 50th episode. Wow. But because of all the two-parters, it's actually the 42nd episode. Oh, okay, so we're not going to celebrate So yet. it's our 43rd episode. It's our 43rd we're episode. We're coming close to our 50th episode, Yeah, we got to do a Rachel. big celebration for 50. Yeah, big We got to rent out a VFW hall. <laughs> Hire a band to play cover songs. Of the cover, uh, the cover songs are just the, <laughs> the theme song, the theme from song and anything <laughs> Melissa McIntyre sings. Yes, <laughs> by a and ska band. The name of the episode is "This Charming Man." This Charming Man is a Smith song. Rachel, we've already done the Smiths. We've already done the Smiths, and I meant to like look up my second favorite Smith song or spend some time on things I didn't discuss last time. I didn't get that far today. This is my last goodbye. I know. It's serious. <laughs> but you know what also happens in the beginning in our uh, the beginning of our episodes is our special new segment about other podcasts. Oh shit, right. Oh right. Uh, some <laughs> podcasts are better than others. Some podcasts are better than others. Some podcasts are better than other podcasts. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about a podcast or a Smith song today, Some but I'll let you get to others. other, either of them. Some Smith songs are better than others. That would be a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Some Smith songs are And then you just talk others. about your favorite Smith songs. Yeah. And then maybe other people talk about theirs because you might disagree on things. Yeah, 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 Make yeah. Make it a yeah. little tricky. You do like a list of your favorite Smith songs and then mm-hmm. somebody else does a list and you see which ones connect and then whichever ones don't, you talk about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you argue about why one's better than another. Some Smith songs are better than others. Do you want to talk about some of your, like, second favorite Smith songs? Vicar in a Tutu. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's not one of my favorites, but I like it's it. It's a second favorite. That's why. No, it's not. it wouldn't even be, like, a 27th favorite, probably. Mm-hmm. But it's a funny song. Mm-hmm. I like all the songs from The Queen is Dead because it holds together as just a great album. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of... I love the Smiths. Yeah, I, we don't need to talk about them for too There's really minutes, no so. Smith song I'd be like, oh, I don't like that song. Because mm-hmm. there's not very yeah. many. No, no. And they're all pretty short. And they all kind of sound similar enough that like, if you don't like it, I'd be surprised. The only thing that would make a Smith song like better than it already is is mm-hmm. if at one point in the middle of one of them somebody just went, if I do... <laughs> You're going to go back to the, through the entire Smiths catalog and Rickroll Morrissey <laughs> and then upload them all to Spotify. <laughs> I'm actually going to see Morrissey in like two weeks. Oh, you're going to go to that show? I was wondering if you're going to that. One of the Broadway, the Broadway residency. Oh, who are you going with? My friend Joanne. Nice. Yeah. She was originally going to go with her brother, but her brother couldn't go, so I got invited to go. Oh, lucky you. Well, I've seen him a number of times, mm-hmm. and I've sort of been like... Um, boycotting seeing him because mm-hmm. he always cancels shows mm-hmm. and he's kind of like an asshole now. Yeah. But if the invitation is offered and it's like supposed to be like celebrating all the classics, I mean, when does he not do that? He plays no, that's, songs. No, that's also true. But I'm going to see him, so that's going to be fun. Great. Very exciting. Yeah, I'll come with a full review. Yeah. 
Here, Pat is saying that he doesn't do things. You're going to a concert tomorrow night. You're going to see Morrissey in a couple weeks. Actually, going to see a couple of concerts in May, one of which I have to ask you for babysitting. Okay. Because <laughs> Adrian and I are both going to see what Bikini you... Kill. Oh, very cool. Where are they playing? I believe the King's Theater. Oh, great, great venue. It's not a great venue for Bikini Kill, but... It's, yeah, it's the but venue. it's a great venue. Period. You gotta, you gotta pick. You gotta go where they tell you to go. Yeah, it's true. You know, it'd be one thing if you could just buy a ticket to a show and then just show up at a place. Like, yeah, that you wanted to go to. Yeah, I'm gonna see this band. I'm gonna see Morrissey at the McDonald's in Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? <laughs> that would be a good venue. For him. Yeah, right? He'd be, but that night only it would have to go vegan. That McDonald's would have to go vegan. Yeah, sorry. McDonald's on Times Square probably isn't a good venue for uh, Morrissey, but it would be a good venue for Bruce Springsteen. I could Why see him. That? I could see him singing about the people in the McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would have a good. He's songs a good about storyteller. Him. Yeah. Songwriter. If I had my wits about me and we didn't spend an hour like fucking with the computer, mm-hmm. I'd probably come up with a song, a Bruce Springsteen song about like Glenn the cashier. <laughs> I feel like the, that no one who works at the Times Square McDonald's is named Glenn. <laughs> trying to save up for college. He's just trying to get by. No, that's like somewhere, some rural, small town McDonald's that Glenn is saving Yeah, but for what college. is Bruce Springsteen still going to sing about, sing songs that are like that? But yeah, but the Times Square McDonald's, you have to really think about who would work in the Times Square McDonald's. That's also where like a lot of like drug deals go down and uh, prostitution. But you can't pick if you're a kid from the Bronx, you can't pick which McDonald's you go to. You still get sent to whatever McDonald's has an opening. Yep. I didn't think you applied through McDonald's. I thought you applied through the location. I really don't. Yeah, <laughs> we know nothing about working at McDonald's. Sorry, guys. Some McDonald's are better than others. Also, these things would have changed since we would have worked at them anyway. The Times Square McDonald's is better than the Jamaica McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't either. And there's probably more than the one. The Times Square McDonald's is better than the Queen Center McDonald's. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that one's the worst. No, it's the pits. No, I used to go to the Queen Center McDonald's sometimes because I used to take a bus. I used to go. Sometimes we went to this one in D.C. that was fancy. It was two floors. The District of Columbia. Mm-hmm. It was two floors and it had like, not like chandeliers, but it was just like, you know, a bit dressed up. <laughs> it was for fine dining. <laughs> Floral arrangements. Yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. A little fake flower on your table. Mm, that's a nice, that sounds like a nice McDonald's. Yeah. They'd give you a knife and a fork. Probably not. No. You could get them there. I mean, I think if you get like pancakes in the morning, that's the only time you get a knife. I and think fork. they have plastic knives and yeah. forks, though, if you want. I used them. to really love those salads that came in a cup with like this spongy like cheese. Talked, I feel like we've talked about this. I'm sure. Isn't or spongy weird? eggs. We've done 43 of these episodes. Yeah. We've I mean, about I'm, if the fans want to hear me talk more about those McSalad shakers, whatever they were called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were they yeah. called McSalad shakers? I don't know if they were called. <laughs> no, I don't think so, but they were called something like. <laughs> That's what I'm calling them. I should work for marketing at McDonald's. Put some flowers on the table. Little Terry woke up in the morning of her 16th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) But then what did she do? Did she go to McDonald's? She didn't know what kind of day it was going to be. She revved up her motorcycle. (laughs) Wow, she's 16 with a motorcycle. Yeah. That's hardcore. Yeah, she got a she got a motorcycle uh, license illegally. Oh, it's a fake motorcycle. What state license. does she live in? Pennsylvania. Sorry, answered my question. You pick. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. 
I wish I was more like with it. I would love to to sing about all of the people who work in the McDonald's as Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I know you would. Yeah. Streets of Philadelphia. You gonna do all the the rest of it? No. Bruising better than I couldn't tell my own self. I was unrecognizable to myself. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. I do. Not if I do. I if just If I do. do. Fakey and Summerhold was the. the did the you did you read Stephanie's email about how you should sing more? No, I didn't <laughs> read it. Did she say I should sing? Yeah, more? she did. I'm answering that email mm-hmm, right now with mm-hmm. the stunning renditions of great songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never want me to sing, but the broomheads and the fans and the dope monkeys all want me to sing. <laughs> the dope monkeys. <laughs> The deep dope monkeys. The deep dope monkeys. I feel like that's hard to say. Anyway, Degrassi, The Next Generation, episode 313, Mm -hmm. This Charming Man. It's an Emma episode. Mm -hmm. It's a Chris episode. It's a Paige episode. It's a Jay episode. It's a Mm -hmm. Mr. Radich episode. Mm -hmm. Everybody's here for the game. Snake, Spike. Amanda Steptoe. Mm -hmm. Oh, I stepped Stepped on my toe. I stubbed, I Amanda stubbed my toe. Nope, that doesn't work. No. That doesn't work. You don't think people would know what I was talking nope. about? Ooh, nope. Amanda stubbed my toe. Do you think that when Amanda she, was in, stubbed my she t- was in high school? That that's time, what they called her? Yeah. Oh, it's, Am- it's all Amanda stubbed my toe. We should ask her. She's going to be on the end. Oh, big news. Amanda Stepto is going to be on a podcast in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, guys. Rachel just looked at me as if to be like, wait, what? Did you did, did you I get miss something? Did you get her? Well, I mean, you said you were gonna get Spinner to send me a message and then you didn't. No, I told you I wasn't I told you I wasn't gonna do that. I told you I thought about it and then And then I told you to reconsider and then I thought you actually did. Oh no, I didn't. I did not reconsider. I'm not gonna do that. Fine. Emma charges forty bucks for those. Yeah. What's Miriam her name? Miriam McDonald. Yeah, so Chris is back. She's got to get those Fashion Novas somehow, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Chris is back. He still can't read his lines well. Yeah, Chris is a bad actor. Yeah, they're in math class with Coach Anderson Armstrong, and he asks Emma if she read for English, and she's like, chapter two, right? Yeah, like and as if it's she just wouldn't like, know which chapter And then chapter it was just it was. very odd like interaction between the two of them. And uh, there's not a lot of chemistry. No, no, no chemistry, period. And Chris is just bad at acting. She also later compliments him on his hats, which I feel like is really not accurate at all. No, I would have said the opposite. (laughs) He has pretty bad bad tastes in hats. But I guess that's like looking at it in a 2019 lens, maybe in 2000. No, I don't think so. I think that we're pretty accurate and these hats are bad. You know, he. Sean is back making out with some girl named Amy. Amy. I don't remember Amy. I don't think we'll ever see her again. Okay, yeah. I could be wrong. I didn't know if she was like a recurring character, but I do not remember her. Um, Amy. So he's like making out with Amy in class. Like Sean turned into a 
like the bad boy that we all thought he was from season one very yeah. quickly. I actually was pretty happy with Sean in this episode. Yeah, you were like, this is what you wanted him to this be. This is what you you put forward this character was going to be, and this character never was. It took three goddamn seasons yeah. to get him to where he was fingering the girl in the back of the classroom. Mm-hmm. Finally. It and took Coach Anderson Armstrong a while to notice. It wasn't until Emma was like staring at them. And he was like pulling her chair to him. Do yeah. you think that... Um, there's something in that kerchief he's wearing that's just like a, it's it's like magic and makes him bad. Like if he took, oh, that, yeah. if he takes that kerchief off, he's, he's suddenly like, like a good very again. good. Yeah, I'm thinking it's the kerchief. It's the kerchief. Yeah. Um, Chris calls him Slim Shady yet again. Again, because that's the only fucking dig they can think of. Yeah, it's 2003. I guess Eminem was a big thing then. Uh, yeah, he definitely was. Yeah. He definitely was. But enough to the point that the only character who's called Sean Slim Shady is Chris, and he's done it like 17 times at this point. Are you sure? I would say accurately five times. No, he has, but I think I think Jake... When Might have said it remember once Remember when, that like, episode? before they became friends, and they mm-hmm. were like, maybe, I think maybe he called said him... Said it one. Maybe but he called Chris him Chris says it, like, every episode, and no one else does, and it's... Is it because he's black? Does he have street cred? I'm so confused. Well, that. Why is he keep calling him? Is Slim Shady an insult? Did no one like That's what I Eminem? don't really understand because Eminem was like very. He was kind of cool. Like he was cool, but it's like if you're trying to like be like him, it's not cool. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, look, we're looking at Chris right now, and this hat just looks like it's so ill-fitting. It's yeah. like much too large for his head. <laughs> I think though the kids were into it in those days. That's what I'm. That's. I think I Emma doesn't know anything about Chris, and that's why she compliments the hats. Like I guess well, I like your hats. She, she did, like you said, she did compliment his head headwear. I don't know how much stock I would put in Emma's thinking about hats based on the uh, what she wears the in this hat episode that she wears, <laughs> the crocheted like beanie, which I think is a little bit like cultural appropriation bef- because that's like. The hat that, like, Mahersha Ali wears in Moonlight. <laughs> True. You know what I'm talking True. about? Yeah. That's like a cultural appropriation. Mm, it is. It is. Derby that she's wearing. So anyway, she's into Chris-ish. Yes. Ish. But she's still sort of, like, pissed at Sean. What do you think Chris is hiding under his hats? Oh, God. <laughs> do you think he has, like, crazy hair or, like, an ill-shaped head? No, he's like got, he's like got like Yosemite Sam figures under there or something. <laughs> like he keeps, he's like got his like uh, dolls in there. It's a whole collection of dolls under his head. He needs his dolls to feel like, you know, he, he or else he freaks out. Oh yeah, yeah. So he puts So he has him, to keep him in a hat. Amy's, really, There's really putting Amy's there. boobies on display. Yeah. <laughs> in that opening scene there. Mm-hmm. Sean's kissing looks good though. He knows how to kiss. Yeah, his kissing looks good. Yeah. Amy looks like she's a character from, like, the original Degrassi that somehow got roped into doing this. Like, she just, like, still... She's an uh, eternal child. (laughs) She stepped into the Degrassi time machine and was like, oh, shit, is this the right show? Mm -hmm. And then she was, like, making out sexily with Sean in the back of the class. How does Anderson Armstrong not throw them out of the class? You don't make out in a class. Yeah, I mean, I did, I went to an all girls school. We did, there wasn't a lot of making out happening in classes, but mm-hmm. I, it does make me wonder. Mm-hmm. There might have been. You just don't know about it. I mean, Probably maybe some hot fingering going on in that school. Ugh, ugh. <clears throat> Sorry. What? 
That's not to say that's not to say that that's wrong. A problem with fingering? No, just just yes, I do actually. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have some fingering. (laughs) I love the facts of life. Yeah, it's great. Who is your favorite? Uh, character of Facts of Life 2D. Oh, I don't remember what everyone's names were. I can were. tell you what all yeah, their names Yeah, tell me their names. Well, they were 2D. Uh-huh, yeah, I remember 2D. Then there was Natalie. I uh, liked Natalie a lot. And then there was Blair. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Blair? I remember Warner? Blair, too. She was like the, the puffed-up 80s one. Yeah. And then, of course, the great Joe Polnicek, who was like <laughs> the uh, the greaser motorcycle rider. Yeah. I think it was probably Blair. Yeah? Blair yeah. was your favorite? I think so. But she was like the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the worst, though, too. That's a good point. Uh, I would have said, and then of course Mrs. Edna Garrett, who is who is the best character mm-hmm, on the show. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to count. Remember her. when George Clooney was on it for a while? Sure, of course yeah. I do. Do you remember when uh, there was also uh, uh, Joe's deaf cousin mm-hmm. was on it for a bit? Mm-hmm. My favorite character was, of course, Joe Polnicek because. Mm-hmm. It's a fun name to say. Did you pull the jacket? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Natalie and Tootie, I can't remember their last names. But I remember Blair Warner and uh, yeah. Joe Pullman. And, of course, Miss Edna, Mrs. Edna Garrett, who was then replaced by Cloris Leachman in the later seasons. Yeah. yeah. It's been... I haven't watched it in years. I was really young when I used to watch it. Yeah. Tootie. Oh, Tootie. Tootie Ramsey. Tootie. I think that was her name, Tootie, Tootie Ramsey. Tootie Ramsey. You take the good, you take a bad, you take them both, and there you have some finger in. What do you think Tootie's short for? Uh, Tootalina? (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh. (laughs) It doesn't take much sometimes. (laughs) Pat's been going off on this whole facts of life thing. I'm not laughing at all, and I say one thing. You started. I gotcha. You started the facts. I gotcha. I think. No, I don't. Oh, Ew. right. I said that it was p- part of the facts of life, it was yeah. fingering. Yeah. And then you said, I love the facts of life. Yeah, exactly. So, so we talked you about started it, it, technically. Now yeah. the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. That's different strokes. I didn't watch different strokes. Oh, my goodness. That was a good one. I know. There's a lot of shows I haven't seen. Uh, so yeah, we so, out of the cold open of the Degrassi yeah. episode yet? I don't think we are. So, there's not a lot in this one. No, I mean, there's a lot of bad Chris lines. Did you write down any of your favorite Chris lines? No, I didn't, so please um, regale me. One of my favorites is when he says to Emma, want to get a milkshake or something? And she goes, as a date? And he just pauses and goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she got a straw. She got a strawberry milkshake. Yeah, yeah. and he had never uh, heard of that yeah. as an option. Yeah. Which is odd. I thought you people would know about strawberry milk. You get a, Here's the thing. You can get a milkshake of any ice cream flavor you want. Mm-hmm. You can get a pistachio milkshake. You could. And then he got invited to Snake's birthday party. Yes, he did. Um, cause, so it's Snake's birthday, and Spike decided to get him a new computer. Because remember that one got stolen by Sean a few episodes ago, but it's not been brought up again since. But um, it was not a new computer, right? It was like a No, it was a really used crappy old one and so then emma decides that she's gonna invite chris and she does and he comes he's like oh i got the coolest cd for snake's birthday <laughs> <laughs> i don't even, I don't even and remember yeah just lots of lots of questionable questionable statements there's a time when emma finds him at the mall listening to music yeah and she goes i thought i'd find you here yeah i love that one track two <laughs> yeah 
Because he was like listening at the listening station. Yeah. Like the Virgin Megastore. Yeah. I used to love doing that. Yeah. The listening stations. The listening stations. What was your favorite record store? Well, I mean, the big box ones, I liked to go to that Virgin Megastore. The Tower Records, of course, was always great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I like to do, like, the mom and pop ones, like other music and those kind of places. Mm-hmm. Aren't there anymore. Yeah. Bleaker Bobs. Oh, yeah. Nice peace. Generation Records. That's still there. Which Generation Records? Is that West Village? Yeah. 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 I remember other music. My, our favorite, uh, there's, there's a few good ones where I grew up. Record and Tape Traders was a favorite of the local ones, but it was a local chain. And if you called into our radio station with, they would do every night, they would do the four most wanted at 9 PM. And if you could name all the songs, artists and title, and you called in, you would get a gift certificate to record and tape traders for like, I don't know if it was four CDs, but it was like a certain amount that you would get. And so, I mean, we, and there was a limit to how often you could call in, but my friends would all, oh yeah, multiple times. Oh, wow. I got a lot of CDs that way. That's pretty cool. I have a notebook at home where I used to write down every single foremost mm-hmm. wanted. Did you ever do one and one of the songs was Little Miss Can't Be Wrong by the Spin Doctors? No, because oh. I was not old enough to call into the radio when that song was oh, popular. Right. <laughs> this was sure. like 1999 onwards. And I bet you some Eminem was in there. Oh, Because that was when Eminem would play on alt-rock stations. Ah, my name is what? My name is who? That one. Yeah, Wiki mm-hmm. Wiki. Yeah, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. Eminem's got some, you know. You can, never, Eminem, never cared for the Eminem. Like he was just there. I, he didn't offend me, but I just didn't. He'd have a rough time doing what he did then, right now. now. Yeah, no, yeah. no one would like that. He'd mostly sing about like beating up his girlfriend. Yeah. In like laudatory ways. Yeah. What was his mom's name? I don't know. I feel like he mentioned his mom a lot in songs. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> Haley, that was his daughter. Haley. Yeah. She Didn't must he be sing old about now. like drowning his wife in the car while the daughter was like watching or something? Yeah. There's a lot of horrible, mm. horrible imagery in those songs. I wonder if he's apologized for any of that. <coughs> no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to apologize. He's a b- billionaire. Yeah. So, so then Chris died. <laughs> and that was the end. Chris sucks, man. He's a bad. He's he's really like not doing it for me. No, no. I'm surprised he's still on the show. I mean, he's like cute. Yeah, he wears. He's wearing. He's worn three different hats in this episode. He's got a lot of hats. Well, hats are his thing. That yeah. doesn't really bother me. He as must much have as a weirdly shaped head. I'm just being a bad actor. Like the hats thing. I mean. How many different kerchief colors is Sean worth? Oh, true, <laughs> true. Do you Gotta like, cover his head at all times. No selling me calling it a kerchief over and over again, you know. You're just completely no selling it. That's fine. No, no, it is a kerchief. Yeah. It's a bandana. I know. I thought you would have at least said... It's kerchief. You would have correct. Look, all... Oh, there's... Everybody's got a kerchief. What's her name? Alex. Alex. Oh, look at those earrings. She's got some big earrings in. No one's watching with us. It's just me. Um, look at these two. We're watching Chris and Emma walk together with their headwear. Mm-hmm. They look like two knuckleheads. They look ridiculous. Knucklehead one and knucklehead two. Mm-hmm. From the cat in the hat. So a lot of this revolves around Snake's computer. And Emma uh, is still mad at Sean because she's still in love with him. Mm-hmm. 
and she's pissed off about how things ended and the fact that he's hanging out with Jay and the bad boys and that he is actually a bad boy now. Yeah, because when they're on the date, Chris and, and, and Emma, she catches Jay trying to steal chocolate bars. <laughs> so then she's like, oh, decides to call out like Sean and Jay on the computer stealing. Well, yeah, she she decides that... Well, she, she goes into like... Her and Ashley, I guess, are doing their environmental club or one of those things, and they go into the rec room or whatever room they're in in the school, and the DVD player's missing. So someone stole the DVD player, we think. Rec, what is a rec room? I know that that's what's recreational room. Yeah, rec room. Mm -hmm. Wreck it, Ralph. Room, wreck. Keep going. Yeah, nothing else. So, so yeah, the DVD player is missing. Did you just say that? Yes, Yeah. yeah. So they're like basically, oh, but also when. She she rats Jay out for stealing the chocolate bars to the guy who owns the store that sells the chocolate the bars. The dot. They were the in the dot. dot. So then Jay comes over and he's like, hey, why you got a rat on me trying to steal a couple of chocolate bars? And she's like, well, you can't just take whatever you want. He's like, maybe I can. Like, maybe. How about a laptop? <gasps> so he kind of admits yeah. to stealing the laptop. And that's when Emma's like, oh, shit. Snake's laptop. We got to catch him. Yeah. But Chris keeps being like, dude, the laptop's long gone. They sold it. She's yeah. like, yes, but we can catch him for the DVD player. Yeah. It's so she decides good. to go to Radich and say that she saw them in there. So clearly they stole it, which is not true. Yeah, she didn't see anything. So then Radich has the police come to search his car. Yeah. And they find nothing. Nothing. You know what they find, Rachel? What? Bupkis. They find any fingering in there? You know what they find in there, Rachel? What? Nada. <laughs> what did they find in there, Pat? Zilcho. Oh, is that the Spanish version yeah. of Zilch? Yeah. This is the best one of all. Okay. I said it already, but Bupkis. How do you spell that? B U P K I S S. <laughs> Bupkis. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like uh, George Costanza says. So bup- I'm sure bup-kiss. he does. Hey, they found a Bupkis. I've been watching Seinfeld. A lot lately? Yeah, on yeah. Hulu at night, like mm-hmm. when I go to bed. God damn it. So good, right? <sighs> we'll do our Seinfeld podcast next Dude, when we're done with all these Seinf- ones. Seinfeld is one of those shows where you like you take for granted how good it is because you've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. But it's still so... George Costanza, all of them. All still four so of good. them are it's so It's still funny. so good. Elaine Bennis is the best one. You know Elaine Bennis? Oh, yeah. Hands down the best one. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia. <laughs> Man, she's funny. She also is on a television show currently uh, playing called Veep Vice President. It's called Vice President. Mm-hmm. You ever seen it? No. You never really did? No, I've, I've seen it, but I haven't seen that much of it. God, it's good. I watched the original show that it's based on, um, the British one. That's name escapes me suddenly that Armando Iannucci did. Yeah, but it's not based on that so much as it's like a sort of like, a, it's not even a continuation of it. It's, it's no. definitely like the same... Like vibe, but it's yeah. a different story. Yeah, the hell's the name of that show? I, know I can't that show think of it either. It and then they made the movie. They made and the, the movie in the has loop. a different name. In the loop is the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. What the fuck is the show? The air up there with that's... Kevin Bacon. Nope. <laughs> I was thinking up in the air, which is that George Clooney movie. Yeah, but why does up in the air make me think of the? Um, <laughs> it's like something like that. Yeah. Anyway. The broomheads are all going. It's called fucking. Bunkus. You mean the dope monkeys? <laughs> the dope monkeys. <laughs> Can't even get through saying it without laughing. What the hell was the name of that show? What we do in the shadows? 
I still haven't watched that either. It's did you see the movie, right? No. Oh, you gotta see the movie. And then the show is tremendous, but you yeah. should see the movie first. Not that you need to see the movie to watch the show, you really don't, but the movie's great. Uh In the Loop. In the Loop and That's It has movie. a long title, the show. It's like many words. The Wizard of Oz. I'm looking it up. Keep talking. So then uh, Principal Radich finds nothing in the car, and Sean's like, you ratted on, you told Principal Radich to Emma. And she's like, yeah, so what if I did? You suck. And then she punched him in the mouth. She punched him in the mouth? She didn't punch him in the mouth. <laughs> uh, the thick of it. The thick of it. Jeez Louise. I never remember the name of that show. This is not the first time this has happened to me. Very important thing to say. So, Emma, Sean, what happens? Uh, Spinner, uh, I mean, Spinner. So, Emma gets nothing in, uh, Emma gets, what is going on? I'm so sorry. Emma. They find nothing in the car. They find nothing in the car, but Emma is still, uh, Sean starts a fight. Well, she tells Radish to go to hell, and then he spits. Mm -hmm. He goes, Doesn't make a ding. When it hits. Yeah, when it hits the spittoon. <laughs> yeah, the spittoon outside of spittoons Degrassi. Spittoons would be... They should bring back spittoons. <laughs> I mean, I was in a lift the other day where the guy kept spitting out the... Like, he was no. opening the door to spit out. This this driver... Okay, let me talk the about this for a hot second. The driver was spitting out the window? The driver. So, I decided to take... Lyft just added a new option, which is the shared and you walk. Like, they do... So, Uber Pool, now you have to walk sometimes to get your car. So, Lyft has two options they have the regular shared and then they have the shared and you walk and i was like but how far do you have to walk you you don't know i mean it's not gonna be be a mile no it's not gonna be that far it's pretty short um it's like a small circle that they show you in and you could walk up to that far so i was like you know what i'll try it it's like 15 bucks to get from astoria to bedsty see how it goes um it took forever for the driver to get there and then it went a really weird way that made us pick up multiple other people like it suddenly went out of the way. Um, and the first woman who got in had her kid with her and she made me move in the car instead of walking around. Um, That's annoying. It's annoying. She just tapped on the window and I was like, what? Like it doesn't, but were you on the, in the side that she would be coming in from? I was, but it was a really empty street. Okay. And also, yeah. So, um, then we picked up someone else. The driver was erratic. The woman who got in the car with her kids smelled like cigarettes, so I had to open the window. It took like an hour to get home. I was like, I should have just taken the train. But I immediately complained to them because like he was driving like not very and well. And he at kept all. spitting out the he, window. Every time he was stopped, he would open the door to spit out. No, that's so disgusting. I complained to Lyft and I got five dollars of credit and I will never be paired with that driver again. I can't believe people But I complained about both Lyft and, I mean, I complained about the driver, but also Lyft and their route, which was fucked up. Well, it's the, the, is that the route that he gets from Lyft? Yeah. 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 So that's why I complained about both. Anyway, this week's in, this week in Rachel's complaining about things. And he just kept spitting, huh? Yeah. Oh, so gross. I don't don't know if he was like chewing tobacco or like sunflower seeds or what his deal was. You know, sometimes there'll be like a moment where like you're outside and you cough and mm-hmm. something comes up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. And I'm even embarrassed to spit then. Yeah. I hate spitting. I do too. I think it's really gross. I only spit when I've been drinking a lot. It's how I know I'm really drunk. You spit? 
Well, I feel the need to. That's funny. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Sean gets two months detention every Saturday for mm-hmm. two months. Yeah. And Emma feels so vindicated. She yeah. feels like she's she just so wanted some happy. kind of punishment, which I get that. This is where I'm an Emma because I want some kind of like judgment to be made on the person for doing something wrong. She was like so over the moon. Like it was like she he got two months attention and she just fucking came. <laughs> Yeah, that's essentially what happened. And she was like, it's, she's, he's finally paying for what he did. And he, oh, and she says, because the whole deal, she basically Chris is along for this ride because Emma's been couching it in that she's trying to get the laptop back. So she's trying to help Snake, not mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. So then Emma, after he gets a two months attention, is like, he deserves it for what he did to me. Uh, I mean, Snake. Yeah. And then Chris was like, oh, man, you're still hung up on your old dude. I got to get mm-hmm. out of here. And when this episode started and uh, Spike was asking Emma about Chris, she's like, no, he just broke up with Melanda. I don't want to be the rebound girl. It's all about rebounds this episode. Yeah, because they do a like really a subtle uh, basketball bit where JT's video game. Yeah. Oh my god! Rebounds are the worst. It was so on the nose. I hated it. I don't know who wrote this episode, but they're not good. Linda Schuyler and Steven Stone. <laughs> I feel like they write every episode. I feel like they got an intern to do this one. If I do, it had its moments, but some of the lines were whew, not great. Um. So then Chris doesn't go to Snake's party. No. So he doesn't get to partake in that big. Computer cake. No, that computer cake is amazing. <laughs> Guys, it's like an old school computer monitor that says happy birthday, snake. <laughs> and then there's a really important scene where he blows out the candles and the entire time some guy is behind him. And then he turns around and says like, hey, man, and we have never seen this man so before. Thanks for coming. And he's just like, and it's not even like normal where they're like all standing together. He's like the laying. guy's like draped on the couch <laughs> behind him. And then, like, it's so weird. And Snake's like, hey, thanks for coming. And then the guy just goes, if I do. And it was super weird. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, so then Snake's like, where's Chris, your new beau? Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's not coming. I messed up. Like, she owned that she mm-hmm. messed up. Yeah. And then Snake says something along the lines of, if he's worth it, he'll, he'll get it. And then, like, they make up at the end. Yeah. And then they lend to Shiloh Stephen Stone on their smiley faces as they walk away together. So we're not done with Chris. Oh, Can he just get transferred to another school or something, like mid-season? So then she does, yeah. She, like, apologizes to him, and mm-hmm. she's pre- he's pretty good about it. And it looks like they're going to uh, have a couple of more dates or something. He's going to have, like, 17 more hats to wear this season, I think. Well, she does say to him, she goes, um, you have. she tells him she has great taste in hats, and then she says... I liked this. She was like, you should give me another chance. I like the confidence of Emma. Yeah, I do too. I wish I had like half of her confidence. I saw the um, the first period clip again, like someone posted it on Instagram and I was like, I never, I wouldn't have done that like 15 years into getting my period. I don't know. I don't think most people would. She's kind of no. like a dream. Yeah. Um, I do think part of the reason, the thing I like about her is she's very confident and she's also very, um, accepting of her faults. Yes. She never like makes excuses for when she's in the wrong. That's very true. So I like Emma. I've liked I mean, Emma. I think that she maybe believes things that she shouldn't believe, like to be right or moral. Well, yeah, she's a bit, she's a bit self-righteous. Yeah. I've, I've said yeah. that before, but not in, in this situation, I thought she was pretty great. Yeah. Me too. If I too, if I too, if you too, yeah. 
if you... Are we done with this? Uh, are we done? I think we're done. Do you have anything more to say about Coach Anderson Armstrong or Amy with the 80s hair? No, not really. <laughs> First, outer, inner, last. Foil. Oh, for the math thing. They talk about that. You hear it in the background at some point. First, outer, inner, inner last. Is it last? L? I don't know. I don't remember that. It's you funny. hear I was them really explaining good at what foil is at one yeah. point. He says it. Oh, man. They're showing the part where Sean and Amy kiss again on, the t- on my TV right now. It's a sexy kiss. It is. It is a sexy kiss. It's probably the hottest for, kiss we've seen For so ninth grade math class, it's extremely sexy. Because <clears throat> we've talked about how a lot of, this kiss, a lot of these kisses terrible. are boner killers, especially like... Uh, sh- and remember, the biggest boner killer kiss was Emma and Sean. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't Sean's fault. He knows how to get down. Yeah. My favorite so far was Joey, Jeremiah, and Caitlin last well, that's week, a I would say. Kiss. But they're grown up, so that's it doesn't count. Stacy Mistish, very mysticious. Remember when she liked your post? Yeah, I mean, you're so excited. She doesn't listen to the show, though. She just saw our face. She just saw it. Very mysticious. We can't go on together with mysticious minds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. We'll get her on the show someday. I was thinking about, because she liked the post, and I was thinking about how, what if she listened to it? I immediately thought, like, would she be offended? Did we say anything bad? And then I was like, no, we actually talked really nice about her, but I hope she doesn't tell Pat Mastriolani, and he listens to it, to hear Rachel call him a tiny, tiny bald man. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, you call him a, tiny, a teeny, tiny bald man. But we also said he has a very big dick a lot of it. But we don't know episodes. that that's, that might not be true. Know. You know, the characters are... Joey Jeremiah certainly has a big, giant dick, but we don't mm-hmm. know about Pat Mastroianni. Oh, true. This is true. The man. The man, the myth, the legend. Pat Mastroianni. Pat Pastrami. Pat. So it's Metallica this week. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this B story is fun. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good. So all of our tenth grade pals are learning how to drive. Yeah. And so they have driver's ed lessons with with a different person, and yeah. they don't want Miss Gonzalez. Gonzalez, yeah. Or, yeah. Or Gonzalez, as Spinner would Gonzalez. say. Gonzalez. Gonz Gonzalez. <laughs> As Spinner would call G-O-N-E-Z-A-H-L-E-Z. Look, I wrote Yeah, Gonzalez. Miss Gonzalez. She's gone. She's Gonzalez. She's Gonzalez. Is that like gone fishing? Yeah. Gonzalez. Once you're Gonzalez, you'll never gone. Gone back. So, of course, Spinner's an idiot. He's afraid about driving. because Oh, my God. And he's so worried about, he's got to like run through the mirror check and putting his hands in the right place. Miss Gonzalez is hard. Yeah. And then Paige shows up and she's like, honeybee. She calls him honeybee a lot. Yeah. This was the first time I looked at the two of them together and I was like, oh, yeah, they actually are like compatible in in a track. This whole episode made me think about how Emma and Spinner end up together, and I was like, that still feels so wrong to me. Right, I agree. But here, Paige and Spinner seem to work. I was like into it. No, Paige and Spinner work, and I want Emma and Sean to end up together in the end. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Paige advises Spinner to take a page from the book of Paige. Mm Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to chill out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because she's not worried about the driver's ed. She's going to nail it. Oh, no, she's going to nail it. And then she sees the new driver's ed instructor, Mr. Falco, Falcon. and boy, does she want to nail it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would deserve a high five. She wanted to <laughs> nail him because he was H O T. He looked like a budget. H O T T I E. Yeah, honey. I actually looked the guy up because I was like, he seems like recognizable to me. But yeah. I realized he looked like a budget Ian Summerholder, but also a budget um, uh, fr- guy from True Blood. What's the lead guy from True Blood? Do you remember? Uh, oh, Suki. He would say Suki. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. His name was not Sookie. That was her name. But he was Nigel Henderson. And he would always say, Sookie. What the fuck was it? (laughs) Bill. Vampire Bill. His name was Vampire Bill. He looked like Vampire Bill from True Blood. Have you ever watched (laughs) True Blood? No, I didn't. That was a fun one. Yeah. Had its ups and downs, of course, as a show that runs as long as it it, uh, does will. Yeah. But there was a lot of fun to be had on that one. Oh, that's good. Sookie. So Paige has the driving lesson with Mr. Falcone mm-hmm. and uh, fucks up mightily. Yeah, yeah, because she's so turned nervous. on by his hotness. She's so nervous and she like cl- like closes her bag in the door and like is messing up and everything. And Spinner is like such a dumb that he doesn't get it at yeah. all. <laughs> like, he didn't get it. And then Jimmy tells him. And then he's, Jimmy, one, like, Hazel is, like, making fun of Paige. And then Jimmy's like, oh, I get it. Mr. Falcone is hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then Spinner goes, whatever, Marco. Oh, my God. Spinner can't get over the fact that Marco's gay. No, and then Spinner can't get over the fact that her, his girlfriend would think any adult man is hot when he's, like, a teenage boy. When Mr. Fel, I thought it was Falco, but I think you're right, Falcone. I think it's Falcone. When he he also looks like one of like a like a he looks uh, like Keanu Reeves lookalike. I think like Luke Wilson. Or mm. something. When he steps out of the car, they play yeah. like a song. Yes, that's almost like on the wings of love, and then it disappears just as quickly. Yeah, I liked that they played a song like that rather than like. Because they could have done that too. Yeah, that's true. But I preferred like the ballad, the mm-hmm. sweeping ballad that plays in Paige's head every time she sees Mr. Falcone. And I she hope that he reappears in a future episode. He's so, wearing some sweet khakis. So <laughs> Spinner doesn't like the idea of Mr. Falcone. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because even though he thinks he's a good driving instructor, he likes yeah. him. But yeah. he does, once he realizes Paige wants to get up in that bone zone, he's not as into it. So then he ends up driving. Mm-hmm. And he's upset. He's so mad. Yeah. And he's like mumbling the whole time. And, and he runs just, like, over the fake cardboard family. Yeah, and then he hits a car. Straight up crashes a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. I just can't believe how upset Spinner is about it. Like that almost seemed like ridiculous to me, but uh, I don't think I. Maybe we're talking so, about Spinner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so prideful that it would just be horrible. He's just jealous, you know. Paige is the one for him. He said it in the past. He mm-hmm. said she's the one. She's the one. She's I'm the in one. tenth grade. And That's I know. a Bruce Springsteen song. She's the one. Oh. On the wings of love. Remember that. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so then he crashes the car, and then Paige is like, "Honeybee." She goes to the dot and she's mm. like, it's okay. I, um, we're, I love you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I requested we go back to Gonzalez. Gonzalez. And then he says he's got to save all his money up to, uh, 
to pay for the car that he crashed. Mm-hmm. And he calls himself a dish pig because dish he's a dishwasher. Pig. That's horrible. And Paige says, but you're my dish pig, which I thought was sweet. It was sweet. And then they fucked right there. Right, right in the, there. In the, right in the dot. Right in the dot. And that's what got him actually fired there in was the end. people there. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just going to town. Yeah, it gave Jay uh, a distraction to steal stuff. He was stealing a bunch more uh, uh, chocolate mm-hmm. bars. Mm-hmm. Let me get a chocolate bar. Which, you like chocolate bars? I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, we did the whole Kit Kat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's the episode. That's the episode. Episode 313. Dun, dun, dun. We did it. On the wings of love, only the two of us. It feels so short because we high. didn't talk about the Smiths for half an hour. I mean, we've been talking for almost, almost one full hour. Because mm-hmm. you talk so much, Rachel. That's why. I know. I just can't shut up. Um, so Rachel, we're mm-hmm. at the point of the episode, mm-hmm. the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon mm-hmm. podcast, where we do all of our business, our oh, house our cleaning. business. So why don't you tell me, Rachel, mm-hmm. what in this episode, episode mm-hmm. number three thirteen, this charming man yes. was your most valuable outfit? I think I know what the answer is. And be. we just saw it, and it is what Emma's wearing. It has to be. Emma is wearing not only the white crocheted skull cap that we've been talking about, Snowy. but she has a love rainbow tank top over top of a long sleeve white shirt with a hemp necklace, yeah. with a denim skirt, with a denim jacket, and her long crocheted bag. She's killing it. It is, it is something. Her denim skirt is lengthy. It's like it's past a, her knee. It's like an Amish skirt. Like yeah. when I saw this outfit, I knew this was going to be a. Oh pick. yeah. If I notice an outfit, it's got because I it. I don't really I so rarely every, every so often there's some there's more than one outfit that is so good, mm-hmm. but this was one that immediately I was like got it found it yeah as soon <laughs> as I saw it I knew that was going to be an mm-hmm. answer. Rachel here at the Degrassi every episode every marathon podcast we like to rank the episode by how much it goes there the tagline of course to Degrassi the next generation is it goes there so mm-hmm. we like to look at each episode individually and say well how much did this one go there. Uh, with one, of course, being it going there the least, and ten meaning it went there the most. Rachel, yes, tell me how yes, much Pat. you think this episode went there. Um, I arbitrarily wrote down a three. I don't know if yeah. that actually is a, a. I was just like, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's a little high. This yeah, episode honestly, has, it doesn't had really very little stakes. Do anything. It had very I little mean, stakes. Car crash, but you know. Oh yeah, like a little misdemeanor car crash. I guess I said it too. I said too. You really got to do literally stealing nothing. some chocolate bars. Yeah, from I the guess dot. he stole chocolate bars. You've got to have nothing in the episode for it to be a one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it like, has to literally not go anywhere. It starts at a one. It ends at a one. Yeah. I feel like, like you said, there was a like they, he he was thwarted from stealing the chocolate bars. And you know what? We don't even know if they did steal the DVD player. No, we don't. And also, there's the whole mention of stealing the laptop and that drama that that brought up. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, your girlfriend liking an older man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, but I mean, that's pretty That's standard. nothing. You have crushes. Three on is your probably teachers. too high. I should probably no, go with a two. Do a, do a three. Okay. Stick you think, with your guns. Okay. I said a two myself. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, we're fucking breezing through these things. Well, did you do this weekend, sorry? I, that's the last thing we oh, did. Oh, okay. That's okay, just checking. Bit. Just I'm checking. I'm going to do it. So, Pat. Yes, Rachel. Who was your most valuable Degrassian in well, this Ra- episode? Well, Rachel, 
Mm-hmm. This was an easy pick for me, this episode. Really? I feel like it was a tough one for me. No, this one was an easy one for me. This is a character that ran the gamut of emotions. She was, uh, oh, I already gave it away because I said she. It's not Chris. No, it's not Chris. <laughs> she, uh, she, she, she really leads the episode. It's her episode, I would say, uh, uh, first and foremost. And she does some bad things. And ultimately, she comes to terms with those bad things and admits that she did those bad things and tries to write them and does so very easily. So uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoy this character pretty much all the time. One of my mm. favorite characters. So this week, episode 313, This Charming Man, the MVP, my most valuable Degrassi, goes to Emma Nelson. I mean, it kind of has to. Yeah, she's great. Um, I think that I kind of felt like I couldn't pick her because I pick her often. Right. I have but a, you, you shouldn't, know, you gotta pick who you, you, you gotta, gotta go pick who you gotta heart, pick. You know? And honestly, Emma is definitely the MVP in this episode. But I feel like it's a very evenly divided episode between people. So that's where I'm like, oh, maybe I should consider so-and-so. But then I'm like, no, no one else is that great to pick. Mm-hmm. Chris definitely is not getting it. Snake's no. cake might get it. Also, the guy draped over the sofa behind That Snake. guy is a close second, I would <laughs> have to say. Because he did a really good job of looking interested in that happy birthday song. Just like hanging over that couch yeah. in the background. Uh, it's Emma's episode. It's hard. Sometimes when someone's episode is so obvious yeah. and they're like good and yeah. not bad, it's hard not to pick them. Spinner is, of course, as usual, pretty funny self in this episode. I enjoyed him. Uh, I enjoyed the whole B story cast. Oh, page. yeah. It, but it was really an uh, ensemble cast. It was hard to pick one out of the crowd. Miss mm-hmm. Gonzalez that we didn't see. Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like gone fishing. Gone girl. Oh, gone fish, right? Gone. Gonzalez. So we're both we're both Emmas. Both Emmas. Did you have any? Who was your backup plan? Nobody. Um, I was trying to figure out who I was picking between, really. But honestly, I think number two was the guy at the birthday party. Yeah, he was pretty great. Yeah, he was. I mean. Principal Radich does a pretty good job in this episode. And too. Sean told him to go to hell. I should have picked Sean because he's like finally becoming the bad boy that I've wanted him mm-hmm. to be for so long. And he's actually had a fight with Principal Radich. Yeah. Ma- making the intro sort of like f- accurate there now. Finally, me. we've been like led to believe this is true and it happened. The evil the case of the evil kerchief. The kerchief. I'd read that show. I could have picked book. the kerchief. Let me get a kerchief. Uh, it's time now, Rachel, for the segment of the Degrassi mm-hmm. Every Episode Every Marathon podcast that is sweeping the nation. Oh, yes. And that, of course, is uh, This Week in Sorry, mm-hmm. wherein I take a very inaccurate account of mm-hmm. the amount of times <laughs> the word sorry is said and by whom in I the episode. I really like your descriptions of these segments. <laughs> I feel like we should record them once and I'm then just real radio edit them in. Here. Yeah. Real radio voice. Here. Yeah. Can you do like nighttime DJ, like midnight to 3 a.m. DJ voice? Is that like a sexier voice? It's like a little, like, raspier. Segment that's sweeping the nation under the This Week in Sorry, something like that. That's it, that's it. Where, uh, where I take an inaccurate account of everyone who says the word that sorry could... on each and every episode of the Degrassi Next Generation Marathon podcast. What? That could also be an NPR host. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a good NPR host. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mr. This... Mr. Patrick Gross. <clears throat> yeah, wait, wait, don't fuck me. Don't finger me. <laughs> don't wait, wait. Don't finger me. That'll be my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only had one. I only. I only heard one. Sorry again. Take this. Take this week with a grain. This week and sorry with a grain of salt because 
I don't pay very close attention when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so luckily, one jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you heard any stories this week. I did not, no. So uh, I have Spinner. Spinner saying oh. sorry. Uh, he's saying sorry uh, because he's being nervous about his like uh, road test. No, uh, not road test, driver's ed. Oh. And he's, so he apologizes. He says, he says, sorry. S-O-R-E dash. Why? Sorry. E dash E E. Sorry. Did your driving test have any cardboard families in it? No, it did okay. not. Did you pass your road test on the first go? Oh, yeah. yeah and also it. the learner's permit one. Yeah, the written too. test that was on a computer. Yeah, me too. We're, We're good just at this stuff. Good students, you know. Mm-hmm. We're good at driving. Fucking been just killing it in the, uh, in the car. Just killing it in the car. Just killing it in the car right now. So yeah, that was our episode. That's it, huh? That's it. Do you that's have anything whole, else you have to say? That's a whole kitten caboodle. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get into our Seinfeld podcast now? Seinfeld's so funny. Man hands. All the characters are, everybody's funny. They all are just, they all make me laugh. No, and it was so special for the time. Mm-hmm. It was a new But also timeless, because all that shit's still funny. Oh, it is, it is. They did, and I was watching the one the other day when they're trying, when George and Elaine are coming back from the flea market in Jerry's car, and they get into the argument over the parking spot right outside of Jerry's building because mm. they're one's pulling in and one's backing it and who's right and who's wrong. It's so fucking New York. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything is very mm. New York. Oh, I was dying. And was yeah, it's George amazing. bought the like the cowboy hat at the flea market. Oh my god. What do you think about this hat? Like that kind of shit makes. Yeah. I think it's a good hat. You think it's a good hat? Oh, I think it's a good hat. Like that. It <laughs> like, it like. changed the the direction of comedy. Yeah, it totally did. The show about nothing, right? Mm-hmm. The but about show. everything. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Seinfeld. So, Degrassi. Degrassi. Next week is a big one. <gasps> Shit. That's all I got to say. It is. I know it is. I'm excited and nervous, and it's another two-parter when we just had one last week. <laughs> I, know, I don't think, that, but we do the same amount of time. We do. We do. It tells do the, the same, same amount of story in that time. Story. Story. <laughs> this week in story. story. <laughs> this week in story. That's what we should have called this podcast, This Week in Story. Well, we didn't know about This Week in Story yet. Yeah, I know. We didn't know about that until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's a hot new uh, segment. Hot take. It's a hot segment. Oh, there's going to be a lot of stories next week. Stuff your stories in a sack, also from Seinfeld. <laughs> so many good Seinfeld references. Doom, 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 doom. Who did that theme doom, song? Do you think they're doom, famous If now? I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, we'll talk to you next week, pals. See you, fans. Oh, you be will you be in it? No, you're not gonna be in a new apartment next week. No, no. See you next week, dope monkeys. Dope monkeys. Deep dope monkeys. The dope monkeys sound like the that's what like um That's what Slim Shady would have called. <laughs> no, like the fans of like um Three Eleven. Something like that. Like something like Three Eleven, <laughs> the Dope Monkeys, yeah. <laughs> like stained. Stained. Someone brought up Puddle of Mud recently. Puddle of Mudded. There's two Ds. Mudded. Mudded. 
Two D's in that band. <laughs> Puddle of Mudded. That lead singer of that band drowned in his own vomit. No, that was the lead singer of Drowning Pool. Sorry. Is that really true? Yeah, the it's really Drowning true. Pool? Drowned in his own vomit. It's ironic. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> A little too ironic. And yeah, I really do think. <laughs> that song's great. I it don't is. care what anybody it says. Is. I don't care if A lot of things are ironic, let's be honest. I don't care if she gets the definition of the word wrong in every single moment. It's a fucking great song. Mm-hmm. That album, that's a great... I love Alanis Morissette. It's so good. So good. All right, see y'all. Bye. <laughs> that's an abrupt ending. And yeah, I really do think... <laughs>